0: Welcome to Expertini, a high five podcast for experts and brands who want to be extraordinary. I'm your host, Morgs, PR expert turned brand BFF, ideas girl, and of course, espresso martini lover. I'm here to support you with a little hype, a lot of inspiration, and a ton of ideas to take your brand from basic to extraordinary in a way that's fun, practical, and well, a little extra. If you're ready to be seen as the best in the biz and serve the clients of your dreams, then pour yourself a drink and get ready. This is Expertini. Welcome to Expertini, Rage. How are you? I'm so happy to have you here.
1: Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for the invite.
0: Having the most excellent experience expert instagrammer on the show is quite a treat (laughs) for um our audience and also treat for me too because we're having a little virtual margarita on a wednesday um and i just love that for us like all of the times that we do that on a friday but hey love that we can do that on a wednesday as well so super fun
1: i agree there's no bad time for a cocktail in my eyes (laughs)
0: No, never a bad time for a cocktail. I'm so happy to have you here. Like I know that we've been um we've been having so many chats about like podcasting over like the last couple of months because you are like my pro podcaster friend that I always come to with all of the tech questions that I have. <laughs> and um it's so awesome just to have you on the show sharing all of your expertise wisdom when it comes to Instagram and um yeah, the journey that we've had is like becoming biz friends and obviously working together as your brand BFF has been like the best experience ever, Um, supporting you with all things messaging brand and strategy as well. So, it's so nice to have this chat and see all the great work that you do come to fruition.
1: Yeah, look, it's so nice and you've just been so amazing. Literally, my brand's BFF. I just feel like it's so nice to have someone else that is invested in my brand like I am and just an extra set of eyes on the business to really elevate the messaging. And I feel like you've just bought like a really fun element to all of my messaging and my copy. So thank you. I so appreciate all of your work.
0: Oh, you're so welcome. And I just have to say, I love being a brand BFF. I feel like it's so much more fun than brand strategist or like a copywriter. Like I feel like it's got that real element of friendship tied to it, like just treating your brand like I would treat mine and um, and obviously love that we've become friends as well. But I love the relationship that's blossomed from working together as well. And, of course, you know, I've always got your brands back um, too, which I love. So I sometimes just figure, like, I'm your internal brand manager because that's just, like, the way that, like, my brain works.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it.
0: So to set the scene a little bit for you guys and to tell you why Rachel's here with me today, Rachel is the Instagram expert for health professionals and she's a client of mine and she's a really good biz friend and she's also a margarita enthusiast. It's always her go-to instead of a martini and I wanted to bring her on the show today because I know that Instagram is really not a vibe at the moment. I'm definitely not loving it a lot of my clients aren't loving it. And we've had many conversations, Rachel I know, about Instagram is just doing lots of things um, and not behaving themselves. So a lot of us are really struggling to continue marketing ourselves and showing up online and sort of like growing our reach and engagement and connecting with people. And it can be so deflating when we're putting in all that effort and feel like it's not really getting anywhere. So I wanted to bring Rach on today so she can share her magical secret sips with us um, and the work that she does as well in her business. Um, too. So super excited to share with you guys all of the Instagram magic and I hope that you just walk away from today's episode and feel inspired. This podcast is all about helping you create that inspired action in your business. So whether you're uh, not sure about creating another Instagram reel or feeling stuck on your content, Rach is going to share some awesome tips that will just inspire you to feel that little bit more confident in what you're doing, which I hope makes all the difference in your Instagram journey right now. But to officially introduce Rachel, so Rachel is a digital marketing strategist who believes that the best brands have their own unique twist as an expert health professionals. Rachel makes a unique cocktail of brand marketing and strategy to help her clients build brands with a twist and market these online with ease to confidently build profitable and sustainable businesses they love in their own way. So Rachel has built an amazing brand and business being the go-to marketing strategist for health professionals everywhere. So naturopaths, nutritionists, dietitians, personal trainers, speech pathologists, all the works. She is the go-to girl for all things Instagram, marketing, and brand. And even though she does specialize in the health industry, I know that Rachel's insights and strategies and tips are going to add value to every expert in listing today because a lot of them will translate into a lot of other industries as well. So I'm so excited to have you here, Rach. If you're ready, let's dive
1: in. Of course, I'm ready. Let's go. Now, hitting you with the hard
0: questions first, do you love or loathe Instagram right now? <laughs> <laughs> Just to start off with that one. Big question, big question.
1: Well, I suppose it's probably no surprise to you that I do still love Instagram, albeit uh, the fact that it has gone a little bit rogue on us in recent times. And look, I'd definitely be lying if I said that I hadn't been frustrated at times with Instagram. But, you know, I think whenever we're faced with change, it's really important to zoom out and consider the bigger picture and what the changes mean for our business instead of perhaps echoing a lot of what we hear online. And for me, Instagram is a marketing tool that I use to help increase the visibility of my brand, to help nurture my online community, to help drive profit into my business. And so while the way that I use Instagram has changed slightly, and I know we'll probably be talking a little bit about that, the end outcome and result has actually remained the same for me. And so I've got to love it. I can't loathe Instagram.
0: (laughs) I love that. And I love seeing how powerful Instagram has been for your business and your brand as well. And I think once we know how to use Instagram correctly for our business brand and industry, I really feel like it can be such a game changer. But I also know that when you don't have those tools and strategies and feel like everything that you're doing isn't working, I know that it can feel like, my God, I really loathe Instagram right now because it just feels like such a time waste. And when we're busy business owners and expertise with so many things to do, it can just feel like another thing. And I feel like that's just how so many people are feeling right now. But I love the insight that you've shared and I think the inspiration as well. So knowing that if you're not loving Instagram right now, that you can be if you're, you just change, I
1: guess, like your approach as well. Definitely. Yeah, couldn't agree anymore.
0: So, what do you think has changed with Instagram and why do you think it's so hard for people to have success with the platform in the current landscape being like the current time right now in 2022?
1: Well, I feel like, I mean, we've obviously seen a lot of changes, but the two big ones that sort of stand out to me is, number one, Instagram introduced a whole bunch of new features way too quickly. So we had this new recommendations feature and then full screen display. And it was just like too hard, too fast. And Instagram's, um, like chief, Instagram chief, I think he's called Adam Masseri, the, the boss of Instagram actually came out and apologized to Instagram users and said, yeah, look, we hear you. You're right. We did, we did too much too soon. We're really sorry. We're going to back off now. So that was definitely one change that. We saw, and I think that certainly sparked a lot of the conversation about how everyone was feeling about Instagram online. But I also think that over the past couple of years, the platform has become more saturated. And I feel like there's a really big copycat culture that has emerged on Instagram. I know I certainly see it within the healthcare space and that has resulted in everyone looking and sounding the same. And when everyone starts to look the same, everyone starts to sound the same, people begin to tune out and they just become disengaged. And I feel like that is also contributing to how we're sort of feeling at the moment when we're on Instagram, because everything is becoming really same, same. But I think the question around why is it so hard to, you know, have success, achieve success on Instagram, it's, something that comes down to, well, what is your perception of success? What does that mean to you? Because that's quite subjective. And I know that I'm personally still seeing great success on the platform. I know when I talk to my clients, they're still having success. So, I think there needs to be a conversation around, well, how are we measuring that? Because obviously, that's different. And something that's really important to know. So, whenever Instagram introduces new features, and as we know they've been introducing a lot at a really rapid rate over the past year, their algorithms actually get impacted by that. And it takes a little while until they sort of settle again back to quote unquote normal. And so, what we've actually seen across the board as a result of this is a decrease in reach, engagement, and the speed at which our accounts are growing. So, if you're someone who's been measuring success on Instagram by the number of followers you have or perhaps how many people are liking your content or leaving a comments, then it's likely that you're going to feel like you're not having success on the platform because all of those metrics are currently less than the average of what they used to be. But... Really interestingly, what we've also seen is a shift in the way that people are actually using and engaging with the Instagram app itself. So I know that when I first joined Instagram many years ago, like I used to scroll scroll through the app. I would like heaps of content. I'd leave lots of comments. Like everything was really quite public in terms of how I was engaging with different accounts on there. However, now people are far more inclined to be saving a post or sending something to their friends or responding to someone's stories privately. So suddenly, all of those hidden metrics, if you like, so saves, shares, the number of DMs that you're receiving, the number of views that your stories are getting as well, they're actually becoming Far more important than those more traditional metrics that we used to measure engagement by, that being, you know, likes and comments. Because if someone is engaging with your brand in that manner, it means number one, they obviously find your content valuable, but number two, they are feeling connected with your brand. And that connection is going to build no like and trust, which will then lead to conversion and more profit down the track. So for me, Considering those metrics and, you know, tracking, you know, the quality of, you know, the conversations that you're having with people privately, how many people are saving, sharing your content is actually uh, uh, the way that we should be measuring success on Instagram at the moment.
0: And I just love that those points that you've made just there because I actually think that is such an excellent perspective and point of view. And when I look at Instagram now myself as a user on the platform and from a business perspective too, we are having conversations in the DMs, we are saving content, we are sort of sitting back and observing and then maybe reaching out to people in a month or two months' time. And that impact, that effect is far more greater than getting a like or a comment on an Instagram post. But I think we're so used to measuring success by the likes and comments that we're getting um, on our content. It's sort of like that validation or indication that the content that we're creating and sharing is worthwhile and our audience are enjoying that content. And without that, we're like, well, why am I creating this content? Like, is this a waste of time? Is everyone like what I'm sharing? Are people seeing it? That kind of thing as well. So I think there's definitely like two um, two ends of the spectrum that we can look at. But I think you've raised like such ex- excellent point of view as well in terms of how we can be, I guess, like shifting our mindset as well when it comes to Instagram and looking at, you know, maybe we are
1: having a lot more success than we think we are. We just need to change our perspective and our mindset about it. I think you hit the nail on the head when you said validation because on social media, media, it's really easy for that boundary between Instagram being a business tool, a marketing tool that we use to grow our business and a tool via which we seek both personal and professional validation from. And when you are using Instagram as a means to seek validation and you know that confirmation that, oh, okay, people like this, I'm doing good, I'm going to do more of that. It's a bit of a dangerous place to be in because that's when, you know, issues around, you know, mental health and the impact that social media is having on you personally sort of come into play. So, yeah, I think, you know, reconsidering what you uh, are wanting out of the platform and what you're using the platform for is a really important uh, one to have with yourself.
0: Definitely. And a lot of the time we have a lot of silent fans. We have a lot of fans that we don't even know because they're sitting back on the sidelines, they're watching, they're observing, they're seeing what we're doing. And then out of the blue, they reach out to us. So I think anything, nothing is ever sort of like unnoticed, like we may feel it is. And I think the validation piece is really so interesting and it's a topic I've had with many friends about Instagram as a whole um, and how we sort of use the platform and how we're always sort of sharing and posting the highlight reel of our life in hopes that we can, um, I guess there's like two parts of it. We want to share the things that we're doing and when we're happy enjoying ourselves with our friends and family, we want to share those moments. But I think there's always an underlying part of us that seeks that validation and for people to sort of get an insight into like this is all the cool things I'm doing with my life as well. Mm. Um, And I think it's the same as a business owner. And you talked about um, copycats before and in any industry, there's just so many of them, as you know. Mm. Um, And I think it's a way of like validating what you are doing against the copycats as well. Like I'm, I'm sort of better than the next person or I'm cooler than the next person. Follow me, like me, engage with me, listen to what I'm saying. So it's validation in a completely different way, but it's still validation.
1: So true. Yeah, so true.
0: And another point that you made that I really um, thought was interesting and can really relate to too is so many changes with Instagram this year. And even I feel overwhelmed. Like we've got to be doing reels. We've got to be doing this and this is happening and that's happening. And how can we keep up? It's like, we have to have an Instagram manual next to our phone that we carry in our bag to like <laughs> open and check every time we want to go on Instagram or post on Instagram. So I just think we've got like overwhelm, like Instagram overwhelm.
1: Yeah. And look, even I have experienced that overwhelm too. And I sort of, I remember a a time where I sort of went into a bit of a spiral and I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? Like, and it took me a little while to like get out of that. And I'm like, no, what do you say, Rachel? Zoom out, look at the bigger picture. And when I went through and had a look at, you know, all of my like analytics and was sort of considering the big picture, I was like, there's been no change. Like it's still working just as effectively for me now in terms of, you know, driving profit into my business as it did 12 months ago, 24 months ago, whatever it may be. So, it's just that, you know, with the introduction of new features, I'm now using the app a little bit differently and Reels is probably a good example of something that is new and um, a little bit scary to a lot of people.
0: Yes, myself included in that. When it comes to creating Reels, it just goes over my head. I'm in the process of learning and trying So stay tuned. But it's interesting seeing, like, the different takes people have taken with Instagram too. Like, I myself have a perspective and a strategy of staying in my own lane and being creative in in everything that I do, So to always going outside the box and creating online experiences for people that give them something to stop stop the scroll, sorry, Um, and to give them something engaging and different to look at. And I think we get um, stuck into this, like, hamster wheel of, like, creating and producing content and doing a reel for reel's sake when the reel that we're creating isn't actually any high quality, than a post we've just shared on our Instagram feed as well. So I think creativity and innovation are really important in the Instagram or in anything that you do in business, but like especially in Instagram as well because how can you educate and inspire those people in a way that they haven't been educated or inspired in your industry before? So I think that's another really good
1: thing that we can start to think about too. Yes, absolutely. And that is emerging as something that's becoming really, like, increasingly important. It's, okay, how do you create original content? How do you stand out? And there are ways to do that, but I understand that it can feel quite overwhelming uh, if you were someone who didn't have the guidance that, you know, was teaching you how, how to do so.
0: Absolutely. Definitely. Now, moving on to a truth question, another truth bomb. Yes or no, Instagram is acting like the Long Island iced tea nobody asked for.
1: (laughs) Drum roll. (laughs) I'm going to say yes. It has been, right? I'd be lying if I said no. I think everyone feels like they're drinking a bit of a Long Island iced tea with Instagram at the moment.
0: And guys, if you're listening to this thinking, oh my God, why reference a Long Island iced tea? I mean, does anyone ever drink those anymore? The reason being, (laughs) they are the toxic cocktail on the cocktail list, like- (laughs) Thinking about a Long Island iced tea takes me back to I remember when I was in college in America and you get these like jugs of Long Island iced teas and obviously they just get you drunk super quick because there's like (laughs) 10 million spirits in them, but they just taste like toxic. Like they don't have that nice zesty or like tasty feel like a margarita or like an espresso martini would be. So we're gonna go with the Long Island Iced Tea as a toxic reference, toxic cocktail reference for how Instagram is right now, just as an FYI.
1: (laughs) I love it. Can I add a little like point to that though? Around the toxicness of Instagram right now. So I think that a lot of people forget that social media platforms need to adapt and evolve in order to keep up with the changing social media landscape. And so, if they don't, they're just going to get left behind. And that's obviously why Instagram's been introducing a lot of new changes. But YouTube's done the same thing. You know, we have got YouTube Shorts. Pinterest has done the same thing. Um, Ideas Pins, I think they're called. So, everyone's changing. It's not just Instagram, but obviously we're talking about instagram today so just wanted to to uh put that out there because yes we want to use instagram or any social media platform to market our business then we need to sort of play the game that they want
0: and to to highlight a really obvious point too like instagram is technology like technology is going to continually evolve time and time and time again whether we like it or not and instagram is the most used app that we use like social Mm. media app that we're using um not just from a business perspective, but from a personal perspective as well. Like I know for myself, it's like the most social media platform that I use. Um, and I'd say that is like probably, would you say that's like the majority of like users across the board?
1: Uh, yeah. So I actually, I can't remember the start off the top of my head, but I, I did look at this, uh, a couple of. Of weeks ago and across age brackets, I believe it was like from 18 to 35. So the two age brackets there, Instagram was the most popular app, or like the second most popular app. Uh, if we consider competitors like TikTok, for example, they were far further down the list. So Instagram's yeah. very much a platform that's almost habitual. For a lot of people, like, you know, you wake up in the morning and people check their emails. They usually check the Instagram feed as well. Like, You'll see. yeah, <laughs> me too. It's like the reality of it. So, you know, yeah, we may hear Instagram's dad, Da da dah. It's not like all of the stats are sh- saying that it's still popular. People are using it for at least 30 minutes per day on average. So it's a great platform for businesses to be on.
0: Yeah, totally. And I think because we're just using it a lot more, we're probably feeling the effects of it a lot more. Like I hardly go on Facebook these days and there's probably like a million changes that have happened since I last went on there. But because I don't actively go on there or use it for my business, it's, I don't really, I'm not really affected by the changes. So I think it's the same with Instagram as well. We're just probably more impacted. But if you use Pinterest for your business, you're probably going to be more impacted by Pinterest as an example. So really great point there, Rach. Okay, so what do you think Expertini should be doing on the platform at the moment to make it work for them a little bit more? Can you share any secret strategies or tips that could make all the difference and the effort spent on the platform worthwhile?
1: So one thing that I don't hear a lot of people talking about, but it's actually super important and it's becoming more important on Instagram, it's actually optimizing your content for SEO um search engine optimization is what seo stands for and seo on instagram is all about how we can tailor our content so that it appears in as many places as possible within instagram so that our brand's more visible and you know our uh, you know reach is increased and therefore you know we will have an increase in engagement reach that, that's the theory right so uh seo on instagram specifically relates to search results so you know how you can search keywords, etc. in the platform, but also suggested content through the recommendations feed. And so I would say that it's becoming a really essential strategy for improving the discoverability of your brand on Instagram. Because what SEO will do, it will not only uh, dictate what you know, accounts, what content is shown in search results, but it will also determine what populates in people's feeds. And that is exactly why niche content is so important on Instagram because Instagram's only ever going to recommend content that it thinks we like and we're interested in. So, if we can create content that's really specific to the niche we work in that targets our ideal customer, that's only going to increase the likelihood of your content being discovered by the right people on the platform. So there's obviously a number of different ways that we can go about that, but I've got a couple of tips tips, (laughs) to share with your listeners. The first of those is to ensure that you are writing descriptive captions that contain keywords relevant to the content you're sharing. So, let's just say you're someone who's created a reel and it's a at-home Pilates workout. So, you're a Pilates instructor. What you should do in your caption is actually repeat the keywords, Pilates workout, at-home Pilates in your caption because those are the words that your ideal customer is going to be typing into Instagram search if they were trying to find a free at-home Pilates workout. So this is where it's really important to consider the words and the, the phrases that your ideal customer would actually be using to search for content related to your brand and not what you as the expert uh, would possibly use. So to give you an example from the healthcare industry during the pandemic, we saw a really big increase in the amount of people developing acne from wearing masks all the time. And I actually came across a a dermatologist on Instagram and she was referring to this acne as uh, acne uh, caused by mask wearing or something like that. Like it was quite formal, the the language that she was using. But the slang or the term that the general population was using to search for content related to that was maskne. So, Ah. yeah, so that's like an example of, okay, well, we'd want to be using maskne in our caption because that's what people are searching they're not searching acne caused by wearing mask in Instagram
0: (laughs) yes of course that's such a really great tip and probably something that
1: so many people haven't thought about as well so yeah I love that well another one then you like that wait for this (laughs) Morgz So uh, get ready using, guys? Yeah. yeah, get ready. Um, so using keywords in your Instagram name, so your Instagram name is that bolded line of text at the top of your profile and that is the most highly searchable component of your Instagram profile. So what you want to do there is contain or include keywords related to your niche or your profession. Uh, that can make your account more discoverable. So, for example, my Instagram name is Rachel Hawkins Digital Marketing Strategist, which means that if anyone was typing in either my name into search or the words digital marketing, my account could get shown in the search results.
0: Awesome. That's so good to think about that like so many of us would just never think of especially if you're a highly creative person like me and is probably trying to think of like the most fun different out there words you could probably use to capture attention
1: on Instagram when really you need to be doing the opposite. Well and I feel like you should still include that fun element definitely but be smart about it and include that in your bio and instead you know strategically place the keywords that your ideal customer would be searching in that bolded line.
0: Definitely. And I think it's the same as a website as well. Like when you have a website, you want to make sure that you've got all of those keywords on there when people are searching for those um, for those things of someone searching for a digital marketing strategist, you want to make sure that you have those keywords on your website. It's the same thing as well. And it doesn't mean you can't be creative with your website content. You just have to make sure that you've got specific keywords on there as well to draw people in. So Maybe we just need to think of our Instagram pages like our very own personal websites, which they really are. Um, They're having that, like, different approach and perspective to what we're used to.
1: I actually think they are. They're almost like a website, a resume, a portfolio, like, all rolled into into one. one.
0: Yeah, Yeah. definitely. It's it's always been, like, the virtual business card, really, um, encapsulating, like, all of that because... Who uses business cards these days? Everything's online, but it is that's your right. online business card, really. Yeah. Yeah. So, so true. Yeah. That's awesome. So many great tips there. Which leads me into my next question, which is more on like the specific content on what you feel expertise should be focusing on content-wise mm-hmm. to grow their reach right now. And I guess um that's quite a generalized question, I know, because it really depends. There's so many factors that that go into that, um, depending on like your industry, business, brand, uh, service offering, product offering, that kind of thing. Do you think there's any sort of kind of content
1: that's really worthwhile and working and performing really well in, on Instagram? Well, in terms of reach, I have to mention Reels. Reels definitely, at the moment, are one of the best ways to get discovered on Instagram. And the reason that they're working so well is, number one, just simply by how popular short form video content is at the moment. But number two, it's because they are one of the best ways to get discovered via that recommendations feature. So, recommendations are all about helping you discover accounts that you didn't know existed but would like based on the people that you follow and the type of uh, content that you typically interact with. And of course, video recommendations are more likely to have a higher reach at the moment just simply due to the fact that more people are engaging with video inside the app because that's how Instagram works. Whatever you engage with, they're going to show you more of. So, if you're watching a lot of Reels, whether that be intentionally or not, because remember, Reels are Featured quite regularly in the home feed now, you're going to be served more reels. So, in terms of increasing reach, it's a really great strategy. The other one though, probably going back to what you said right at the beginning of our conversation around the development of original content that's more purpose-driven and I suppose positioned a little bit differently. uh, Content where we are Uh, able to express our, our opinions, a slightly different opinion. So, thought leadership style content is really effective on the platform too. One of the worst growth strategies that you could probably implement is creating content based on what you see other people sharing online. It's just not a sustainable approach it's likely not going to help you grow. But if it does, then you're probably attracting the wrong type of people to your brand. And when I say wrong people, I mean people that are never going to buy your services or your products. And then what happens is you get stuck in a situation where, yeah, your followers might be growing and that number may be increasing. However, the people representative of your ideal client remains unchanged. So essentially, what happens is you'll see low engagement, low conversion rates because the people that are in your audience aren't potential buyers, but... Probably digress a little bit there. Um, so I guess instead, what we need to do is we need to think about okay, well, how can we get in front of the right people? How can we get you know our ideal customers to stop their scroll to engage with our content? And the way that we can do this is by creating original content that serves a strategic purpose of moving those customers closer towards our products and services and you know, further along their buyer's journey with our brand. And I think this is where understanding exactly who your ideal customer is and what their pain points are, what they desire, what their motivators are is really important because that allows us to develop really niche content. Um, so, content that serves that strategic purpose. And then, of course, as to what you were saying earlier, Morgan, we also need to be willing to create content that's different. So share our unique thoughts, experiences, put a different spin on things, be creative about it, because that's the type of stuff that does get us notice and will help to increase reach as well.
0: Definitely. Really good content, guys. See what I did there? <laughs> It's all about the really good content. But, like, I I love the perspective of both because we all know it's all about the reels and the video content. Like it or low, that that's where it's at. But being creative as well, like not looking at what your competitors are doing or other people in your industry or copying the same sort of, like, reels that are performing. It's thinking about how you can add your element of creativity and point of difference because that's what's going to bring the followers in, like, bring in the audience and keep the audience there. It's all about
1: retention as well. Yeah, and that's not to say that photo content is dead because it's actually not. Uh Carousel posts, for example, are a fantastic way um, to really engage your audience because for every image in that carousel, it's an additional opportunity to increase reach, increase engagement with the people who see your content. And carousel posts and some single image posts are actually still my best performing pieces of content and not reels. So, for me, it's yes, reels is one strategy to incorporate. It will help to increase reach. However, the more important thing is that understanding of our ideal customer for sure.
0: Absolutely. And I love the mention of carousel posts because I have to say I do agree as well. And I also think like people love a good story. Like if you mm-hmm. can tell a great story in the visual and in the caption and if it goes together really well, that's what will capture me, regardless of if it's a real or if it's a static image. It doesn't really matter. It's about like the context of what the content actually is and the story and message that's being conveyed that will draw me in. I remember seeing something the other night that was hilarious that just drew me in. Um, that came up actually in that con, in the content that, um, people that you're not following that you didn't know about. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just like this really hilarious and relatable piece of content at the right time that I really resonated with business content. And it was just a photo. Mm. and it just really grabbed my attention so sometimes that's all it is and that's all it takes to really draw someone in so I think taking the pressure off ourselves and not creating a reel for the sake of creating a reel like having the time and effort to put into creating a really awesome reel um but also thinking beyond reels as well is a really good way to create really good content <laughs> <laughs> um I'm just going to keep saying that now because I kind of love that now moving on aside from drinking a cocktail during business hours which you know i'm all for by the way that's your vibe um what would you say would be a really great sip for expertinis who are just feeling exhausted overwhelmed tired over it when it comes to instagram because i'm sure there's a few of you what would you say is a great way to i guess like reignite that instagram spark and re-energize when they're currently feeling that way
1: Well, I think that, again, going back to to what we said earlier, when you know how to use Instagram and you have clarity on the role that it plays in that wider digital marketing strategy for your business, it actually becomes a lot easier to use the platform in a sustainable manner and in a way where we don't feel exhausted by it. Because what I see is, you know, a lot of business owners just completely burn out because, They start on Instagram thinking, hey, I can just like wing it. I'll figure it out along the way. And then when they don't see the results that they would like to see, they put even more of their energy into it until they just reach a place where they just give up altogether because they're completely burnt out. And I think that's really unfortunate because this is something that can totally be avoided if you invested in a mentor, let's say, or a course or someone to help guide your your way, your Instagram journey so that you can fast track your results on the platform and make sure that that time input is uh, worth it for you. Um, I also
0: think too, um, just as a, like another comment as well, like, like content overload and quantity of content. I think a lot of business owners feel the pressure to create content um, on the grid every day, Instagram story content every day, constantly testing their audience, doing market research. Like the overwhelm is definitely there of like saturation of content. And I really don't think that's necessary.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I'm all about work smarter, not harder. And I'm quality over quantity. Always have been. And so, like, I don't really think it's necessary to be posting on Instagram every day or every second day. Like, there's better use of your time within your business Instagram is an incredibly powerful marketing tool, but we don't need to put all of our time and energy into it. We just need to know how to use it and use it strategically, and that will help us to avoid overwhelm.
0: Absolutely. And something that I've been thinking about a lot lately with um, expertini and Instagram is how can you add more value to your Instagram profile and presence rather than just more content? So what are some other aspects that you can add to your page to optimise it from, like, a customer experience perspective or add more value? So, for example creating a playlist, like that was really fun for me to create and it was something that I could reward my audience with as just something if they're having like a down day and they want to listen to some good tunes, that's like an easy thing that I could offer. Or like a landing page that's really interactive, that has all the links that they need to really get the full picture of your brand experience. And other things like that, there's like there's like lots of other things that you can do, like the sky's the limit with your Instagram page. But I think it's beyond content, like what can you do to add value that's not content-driven but it's still you're creating something for your customer to enjoy, your audience to enjoy.
1: That's such a great point. And I think that comes down to the whole uh, question of, okay, what are you using Instagram for? Because whatever you're using Instagram for, you create your own, you know, metrics to measure the effectiveness of that buy. So, it's that whole conversation around, well, what does success look like to you? And that's going to be very different for every business.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's also getting your, as you know, getting your audience onto like your own channels as well. So I think if your audience are just staying on Instagram, that's, you're not even doing like the full job of what Instagram is there to do as well, which mm-hmm. I think is such an interesting perspective. Like, are you getting them onto your website or your email list or to book a call with you to, to buy a product or anything like that as well? So mm-hmm. I think when we look, go back to looking at metrics, if we're getting people sending us DMs, I see that as like the biggest. Like validation of your Instagram content. Like if people are enjoying your content enough to reach out to you, someone that they don't, you don't even know, or they don't know you to say really loving your content or love what you do or like really enjoyed that that you shared. That to me is like the biggest compliment that you can get. They may not like or comment on your actual post, but they're reaching out to share that feedback with you. So I think looking at those sort of metrics moving forward is really going to be really
1: valuable to brands everywhere. Yeah. And that's huge. Like you only need to think about how you use Instagram personally to realize what uh, or how special it is when someone sends you a DM or wants to have, you know, a conversation about, you know, something you've shared or ask you a question. Like that's a, a sign that, you know, your brand is increasing in awareness. It's getting more visible. Your content's having impact. So that's all like what it's Definitely. about really.
0: Definitely. And I think it's like knowing what your vision and what your purpose is for anything that you do. And when you look at Instagram in that perspective as well, like for me, my whole purpose with expertise in, in the content that I create is I want people to have a really good time. I want them to be inspired. I want them to have a good time. I want to provide functional tips and inspiration and things that just make their day a little bit more vibey. So whenever I create anything, that vision to me is so clear. Um And I think that makes content just so much easier and the way that you use Instagram so much easier because the vision is there and the vision is so clear you're not copying what other people in the industry are doing or you're not you're not looking so closely at what's working and what's not working because you're focused so closely on your vision mm-hmm. um and every time like I find that I lose track it's like okay what's the vision and it's something that I always say to my clients as well what is the vision if you're having a down day or you're worried about copycats or other people in the industry that's okay what's your vision and i think it's such a great point to constantly come back to and check in with yourself when you feel like you're not where you want to be or you're not getting the results you want to be
1: as long as a vision is there you're on the right track and a lot of people don't have that to fall back on which i think is the issue but really those foundations of your brand what's your vision what's what's your mission they guide Everything and they guide you on Instagram as well. So it's sort of one of those elements of having a business that, yeah, people sort of like think, oh, I'll never use that. But really, it guides everything.
0: It should guide you every day, guys. Yeah. Every action that you take. So if you're not sure what that is, time to get visioning. That's right. Now, moving on to the fun stuff, because I know you guys are going to love what I'm about to ask for, H. Can you share with us your journey with Instagram success? I have absolutely loved following you prior to being your friend and um, having you as a client. I love the vibe that you share, the person you are, how generous and kind you are and everything that you do and that just radiates through your Instagram page, whether you're on Instagram stories or sharing something valuable with your audience. You care so much for the people you create the content for And I'm just so curious, like, how it all began, where you came to where you are today and your journey with Instagram and, um, yeah, just your Instagram success
1: story. Firstly, thank you for saying that. That's very kind of you. I... um... Yeah. My journey on Instagram. Gosh, it feels like it's been a a long one, but it's been really great. So I guess like many others, I did have uh, another career before I moved into marketing. So I actually used to work as a dietitian, hence why I've sort of fallen quite nicely into the niche that I work in with health professionals. But uh, essentially, long story short, I got to the end of my, you know, master's in dietetics after, you know, five and a half years of study And I really didn't like any of the career avenues that I was exposed to uh, at university because they were all really quite clinically focused and I didn't want to work in a hospital setting. And so, I actually decided to start my own business, which was completely online. So, I ran a virtual clinic where I saw clients, which was very much not the norm pre-pandemic times. I consulted on a couple of projects with some larger companies, and then I also partnered with brands via paid social media campaigns on my Instagram, which was growing at the time. And I suppose Instagram just really opened up the door to so many opportunities for me. Um, You know, it helped me to build a personal brand that has only, you know, continued to be strengthened over time even as I've transitioned into a new career as a marketing strategist. But when I was working as a dietitian, you know, I was featured in the media as, you know, a nutrition expert. I successfully launched my podcast Naked Chats, so that hit number 2 in the Australian business charts in its launch week, which was like wow, amazing. my goodness, amazing. And that only happened because I drove my Instagram Instagram community to that podcast. It was something that they had been asking me for and were really interested in. So I think that's just the power of community there. But, you know, I was also able to work with brands that I never thought that I'd work with. So, you know, Woolworths, uh, Cobra Estate, San Remo, Liddell's. I attracted clients through Instagram and I think for me, like one of the biggest opportunities that Instagram provided me with was actually the opportunity to develop relationships with other health professionals online. And what I found over time, particularly after I launched my podcast, because it was actually a podcast that I developed to support nutrition uh, professionals in pursuing, I suppose, more of those non-traditional career paths that I was sort of finding myself in. But it was that I built that really loyal and engaged community of nutrition professionals around my brand. And then they, of course, followed me into this new phase of my career as well. And so, I don't know, I suppose if I just look at my business journey, first business and this one, Instagram has just played you know, such a huge part in that and it's just been a really great asset i suppose overall i just like love your journey like i think it's
0: such An inspiration to so many people, just like seeing the transformation you've gone from being a health professional and then finding your love of digital marketing and then moving into uh, being a digital marketing strategist for health professionals, I think just makes you such a great asset to the industry and your community. And you've got so many great stories that you can share with your audience as well, because you have been in their position before, which I think just makes you the perfect person for the job. Um, but all the cool things that you've been able to do. And you just, you're just you just a testament and proof that Instagram can really be so successful when done well for your brand.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it was sort of, you know, one of those platforms that admittedly I did go on to naively. I just winged it, but I also did reach that burnout. And so there was a period of time where I was actually offline for quite a while, I would say around six months. But, you know, I was very fortunate to have you know, built and developed really genuine relationships with my community who were wanting to continue following along my journey, even when, you know, I left dietetics. And I think that's just goes to show the power of social media and the power of community around like your brand as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, guys, I highly suggest checking out Rachel on Instagram and getting um, a feel for her content, and I'm sure she'd love it if you popped into her DMs and said hello. Um, there's so much I feel like you can just learn from other experts in other industries, even if you're not in the health industry specifically. I feel like there's just so much that Rachel can teach you about the way that she authentically shows up on social media and she's really conscious with the content she shares. I love that you don't share content like all the time as well, but when you do share content, it's always such high quality, really engaging, really thoughtful. You can tell like how kind she is in the way that she just engages with her community so honestly um, too. So I think you are such a great example for all the other expertinis out there who want to
1: improve their Instagram game. So thank you. I appreciate that.
0: RachelHawkins.co, aren't you?
1: Uh, Just Rachel Hawkins Co, I think.
0: That's right. (laughs) Perfect. Now, moving on to the really fun stuff. (laughs) You have the coolest Instagram course ever called Gram Teeny, designed for health professional expertinis. Tell us all about it.
1: Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Graham Teeny. Uh, okay, so this is my first course that I developed. So it has a, a place in my heart forever. But Graham Teeny is a self-paced Instagram marketing course, as you said, for health professionals, served with real-time updates, which essentially means that. As updates come, the course comes, you stay informed because we know that Instagram loves to change and introduce new features on us all of the time. (laughs) But essentially, the course will show you how to create an irresistibly profitable Instagram page served, of course, with strategy and impact that we've spoken about so that you can create content with purpose, you can find your people, and you can grow your business and profit all while being seen by brands and fans who you love and who, of course, love you too. But I suppose what I love about Teeny is that it is not just a basic Instagram marketing course that teaches you how to be an influencer. It's not going to teach you a copy and paste uh, content marketing plan. It's actually a really practical course that teaches you the framework for developing a strategic content marketing plan for Instagram that's just going to fast-track your growth on the platform in a way that feels really good to you as well. So- You know, I know we spoke about, you know, reels, not loving reels. If you don't love reels, then it's not like it's going to force you to do them. It basically just gives you everything that you need to make an educated decision as to what strategy is going to work best to help grow your brand on the platform. So, you know, you'll not only learn strategy and, you know, how to develop a content marketing plan, but you'll also then learn how to optimize and monetize your page for growth and profit. So, we actually look at, you know, how do you sell your own product? and services. How do you secure a brand partnership? How do you set rates for your services and all of those sort of non-googleable things that are really essential to know in order for you to be able to create a profitable Instagram page.
0: Oh my god, sign me up. Sounds so good. <laughs> well, I had someone so help fun. me with the
1: messaging. <laughs>
0: Um, I'm gonna lie, we had a lot of fun writing that messaging, didn't we, Graham Taney. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking about like your new students that are going to meet you. They're going to have just like the best time. I think this is such a clever course and just so needed, especially for your industry as well. So I love what you've created, obviously. Well, um, yeah. Will you be creating a Gramtini official cocktail, which is the question we all want to know? <laughs> so an official I, martini for Tini. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I actually do have an official cocktail for Tini. So the way I, I, I work, I try to pair a cocktail with each of my courses that I have. And so Gramtini is obviously a martini and it's a lavender and lemon drop martini, hence why the lilac purple is in the brand and little hints of yellow. So, yes, it it already has a a cocktail.
0: Oh, well, I must be getting my hands on the exact recipe for that cocktail (laughs) so we can all be making that cocktail because that just leads me in to my next point, which is Rach is actually running a free date with the new Graham coming up, which we all need that cocktail for, obviously. (laughs) Um, Two different dates on the 22nd and 23rd of November, So, that is very cool
1: and very exciting. What can you tell us about that, Rach? Yeah, well, the masterclass is perfect for anyone who's just feeling really defeated and down about Instagram at the moment because it's just going to help you fall in love with Instagram all over again. So, I'm going to be sharing the exact framework that you need to create a profitable Instagram page and really thrive online as a health professional. So, if anyone is liking the sound of that and would like to register and attend me, attend me, attend attend, attend the the date, the free Instagram date, um, you can register at my website. So, rachelhawkins.co forward slash free date, if I can say my words correctly.
0: I definitely want to be on this free date. Sounds bloody amazing, (laughs) especially if there's lavender martinis involved, sign me up. Yeah. Um, And coming back to Gram Tini, your amazing course that we were just chatting about. What? um, Where can people find out more? Like, where can they soak up in all of the Gram Tini glory?
1: So, I think the best place is probably my website. So, it's just rachelhawkins.co forward slash grantini. The course is going to be launching again in late November. So, if you head there or land on that page before enrollments open, you'll see a waitlist there. So, you can pop your name on that and I'm going to be offering all of my VIPs on the waitlist a nice uh, little bonus offer. Uh, and they'll also be the first to know about all things related to the program's launch
0: sounds amazing there you go guys better get on to that gram 10 is happening later in november so go and head to rachel's instagram and then her website for all of the details moving along to some other fun things first question of the fun section of the podcast <laughs> i want to ask you is what do you just love i mean really love about being an instagram expertini
1: has the rest of this podcast not been fun?
0: Okay, it's always, it's always a fun time, but this is like the really fun section of the podcast at the end where it's like everything is like cocktail, martini, heaven, basically.
1: Too good, too good. Well, for me, it's definitely just the impact that Instagram can have on businesses. And, I mean, at the end of the day, that's why I do the work that I do to help you know health practitioners grow their online businesses and live a life that is or have a business that's aligned to their own personal values and so i find that so rewarding being able to to see how instagram can create that for businesses and i was literally only speaking to one of my past clients who completed gramtini literally 12 months ago almost to the, to the month and when she joined the course, she was just finishing her master's degree. She was doing nutrition, a paramedic of 10 years who was having a career change. And she thought, oh, I'm just going to start a business and see what happens. And so she did. She used Instagram as her primary marketing channel and she's literally just gone full-time in the business, which... Amazing. Just Yeah, it's incredible. And I think... It just reminds you of how powerful social media can be when you're using it strategically and you know what you're doing. And, you know, for anyone who has a business to know that like you're going full time in 12 months, it's like, wow, that is a a huge accomplishment and something that you should just be so proud of. So that's super rewarding.
0: And I just see like the passion that you have for Instagram and for the work that you do and your clients and just how dedicated you are to the platform and learning more and more about the platform and empowering your clients and your students with that knowledge. And I just think it must be so rewarding when you see someone like really change their life or like quit that corporate job in the health industry and start their own business and really create a life they want that suits them and their lifestyle while doing what they love to do and helping more people. I especially see the health industry as such an important one because they need Instagram to be able to help the people that they need to help because those people need their services because they have a health issue or, you know, they need um, they need to work with someone in the health or wellness space. So I think, like, it's even more important for health, and health professionals to have a really great Instagram presence. But just seeing, like, your passion... And dedication for it is so great. And I imagine that it must just be really rewarding for you. Like anything that we do, we love what we do and care about what we do. It's always so great when um, our clients have great success and great results.
1: Yeah. And I, I mean, I try to steer away as much as well from you know, promoting that cliche, like, have your dream career, work from anywhere in the world. Because I think, you know, we just see that, you know, sort of shoved down our mouth online. Everywhere, yeah. And I feel like it sort of sets these unrealistic expectations. But then I do think it's important to, you know, talk about the impact that, you know, platforms such as Instagram, when you know what you're doing, can have on, on a business. And that's just, you know, one success story that I think is just so cool to share.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely love that, and of course love all the work that you do as well. Now, one question that we'd love to ask because we also we talked about Long Island iced teas previously as the toxic cocktail of Instagram when we're not really vibing Instagram as a platform. But if we were to flip the switch and we were really vibing Instagram, we're creating great content, we're being creative, we're creating really good content reels, we're <laughs> doing all the things where you know we're being good with our keywords. What would you say cocktail would we be what cocktail would be drinking? It's gonna well, be something like zesty, delicious, tasty. It's not gonna be a as tea. It's gonna be something a lot better than that.
1: You're so right. So for me, uh, surprise, surprise, maybe not, because you said at the beginning of this uh, recording margaritas are my favorite cocktails. So I feel like it How probably do not love a margarita. Yeah, like, you know, spicy coconut margarita, a little bit tropical, fun, tequila based. That would be my ideal. But then, obviously, Gram Tini, we got to say like some sort of martini. I know you're an espresso martini friend.
0: Well, I really like the sound. I feel like the Gram Tini official cocktail could even be the official. I'm loving Instagram right now. I want to have a lavender cocktail. Yeah, a lavender lemony. Because it's got that really like, probably like sweet and zesty taste to it like you've got like the sweetness of the lavender and then you've got like the lemon which has that zesty flavor really nice in summer i mean we're in queensland you're in sydney it gets humid you want something that's you know tasty but like citrusy
1: but like really nice in a hot day so yeah I'm imagining something I'm imagining something (laughs) like that. You know, I'm gonna scrap my original answer of a margarita and we're gonna I'm just gonna stick with the lavender and lemon drop martini.
0: (laughs) Or we go with the lavender and lemon drop infused margarita. I mean That's oh no. But no, I mean, with, tequila, with the it tequila, that vodka. might, yeah, that might just not be quite right with the yeah, tequila. No. So, oh, I love that. So um, it sounds delicious. So I'm going to be getting that recipe for you and sharing that with everyone. Oh. The lavender, the lavender gram-tini official martini. So stay tuned for that <laughs> recipe. <laughs> Um, thank you so much, Rach. I've had the best chat with you today. It's been so good. Just talking all things, Instagram and love seeing all the amazing things that you're doing with your clients and just being so
1: much wisdom for us all here at Expertini. So where can everyone find you? Well, thank you. I've had such a great time chatting and like we've spoken about before we hit record. I think this is a conversation that a lot of people have been wanting to hear because we've all been thinking it and trying to make sense of, you know, the the Instagram landscape. So thanks for inviting me onto the podcast. Uh, but everyone can find me hanging out on Instagram, of course. So Rachel Hawkins Co is my handle, uh, but also my website, rachelhawkins.co for all of the things.
0: Sounds amazing. Thanks again, Rach. Always love chatting with you. And I can't wait to have our next virtual cocktail and chat really soon.
1: Can't wait. Thanks, Morgs.
0: See you next time, guys. Thanks for joining me for another Expertini episode. I just love sharing expert magic with you each week. Before you go, don't forget to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Then tell your biz besties, text Beyonce and leave your best review. And don't be shy. Head over to Insta to share your burning ground questions or best martini story with me. I'd love to hear from you. See you next time.